Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Time now for the Coors Light Louisville Women's Basketball Postgame Show, right here on ESPN Louisville. Cards Basketball is also presented by UofL Health, making the impossible possible. That's the power of you. Kelly Jobs, the employment solution expert. KellyJobs.com. Bear Nose Pizza. Yeah, it's that good. Cox's Spirit Shop and Evergreen Liquors. Louisville's Neighborhood Liquor Store. UPS Jobs. Apply today at UPSKY.com. And Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Now, here are your hosts, Dave Skull and Chrissy Banta. Welcome into the University of Louisville Women's Basketball Post-Game Show. I am your host, Dave Skull, along with my good friend and co-pilot, Miss Chrissy Banta. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm fantastic. We do have our guy, Zach, on the ones and twos tonight. Thank you, Zach, for hanging out with us. Your boy, Zach. That's right. Look at him. Chrissy! Dave! Big win tonight. Big night. Of the um, we had a lot to of have fun. It, so we had to have it. Yeah. Um, this is the crunch time. You know, we, we, we dropped a game we couldn't drop to, to Virginia. Uh, we lost the game to Syracuse on the road. Those two kind of put us in a position where we needed these last two games against a formidable Florida State team and, of course, uh, our nemesis on the road up there in South Bend on Sunday. And Louisville responds after probably their worst effort of the year against Virginia with a level of intensity that we needed that was requisite uh, to come away with a big win tonight, 70-55. to 55. Yeah, I think for the most part, this this was a night and day performance. Um, there were a few things that are going to need improvements before they head up to South Bend on Sunday. But as far as the team as a whole, I, it cannot be overstated how important Olivia and Nyla were to this mm, win today. It, it, huge and even Sid Taylor had a big game today everybody played a contributing role today in one way or another but I think those three really stand out um, and Sydney was a big reason that they were able to break away late in the first half um, and really get that big lead that they needed after I think it was a 19 to 2 run um, late in that first half yeah at halftime it was um, what was the halftime score it was like 40 now um high. at the half it was 43 to 40, 26 one to 46 yeah 43 26 there you yeah. go i swear like i flipped to the first page i was like i'm gonna have it right here it's gonna be sitting there <laughs> it's great it's gonna be I, I i usually i took meticulous notes it's gonna be right there i turned it and i didn't write it down so <laughs> that's uh live radio ladies and gentlemen 81 59 is the phone number we have open phone lines if you want to get in here and talk about the game 38319 through 9 is UPS Jobs text line. Uh just a different feel 
today. You know, we had our abbreviated post game after the uh, the watch party and the Georgia Tech game, so we didn't really get a chance to celebrate that one. Uh, so the last full post game we had was Virginia Tech, and that wasn't fun. No. That wasn't positive. You guys have another watch party Sunday, don't you? Yes, we, we do. do. We do. We're going to get into that. But, yeah, we'll, with our partners at Noble Funk, uh, uh, we will be playing Notre Dame. We'll have the big watch party. They'll have their beer specials and everything that they've got going on, and it's just an awesome time. We had a great crowd last time. We think it's going to be a bigger crowd for this one. Yeah, I mean, Andrew. doesn't get bigger. Andrew told me he's rolling deep with 10 or 15 people. I'm like, man, I don't even know that many people. Yes, you do. <laughs> so anyway, so I, I thought for as lackluster as the effort was um, on Sunday against uh, Virginia and how concerning it was and how really atypical it was and, and it just looked like a team that was getting outworked at every turn, out-rebounded, out-hustled to loose balls. You know, they weren't focused. It was one-and-done trips every time down the court. They had a nice little burst in the third quarter, but at the end of the day, Virginia outworked them for three out of four quarters and won that game today. You could not accuse U of L of that. From the opening tip, they go out to an eight nothing run, and then it's a really up and down that entire first quarter where it was incredibly physical for that whole first half, especially that first quarter. Uh, the referees were letting it go until they had that little burst of like. They always like to do in the third quarter and, and overcompensate and like, oh man, we didn't Whatever. call enough. We yeah. didn't call enough fouls. Let's just go ahead and they like check their quota sheet in the back. <laughs> They're like, man, we got time. That just wasn't enough whistles. But anyway, <laughs> it's they for the most part they let them play for for most of the, yeah. the four quarter game. Uh, but it was funny because it felt like tempo. It was such an up and down game because there were no offensive rebounds for the first five minutes of that, minutes of that game. So yeah. it was. Go down, shoot. Other team gets the rebound, goes down to the other get shot, one shot, rebound, back the other way. Um, until about that whole first quarter, there was, I think, two offensive rebounds on one possession or one offensive rebound for uh, for Florida State. The rest of them were defensive rebounds. And in the second quarter, Louisville really started to assert themselves defensively where – I thought ball pressure was phenomenal. I thought they made it really hard for Florida State to get open looks tonight. Um, yeah, Florida State had an awful shooting night from the, the three-point line, but most of those were challenged. There were some open looks in the first half that they missed, but for the most part, we challenged the right shots. We, we were in position for every rebound. We limited them to one attempt and done for almost the entire night. Uh, what was the final rebounding number on that? Oh, uh, let's see. Rebounding 57 to 32. 57-32, and they had Dominated what, six the offensive rebounds as a team? Yep. Six. Yep. Six um, in four quarters. It, unbelievable. And after a few lackluster or um, coming up short defensive performances from this Louisville team throughout the year, uh, I was really, really satisfied with the way they came out and played defense today. So this is the second time in the last three games that they came out with the proper energy, and obviously mm-hmm. it's sandwiched around the worst <laughs> showing of the season <laughs> right right in the middle of that. But I feel like this showed a refocusing of the effort on senior night where we honored our uh, 
our three grad transfers because it sounds like at this point the plan is we know Olivia's coming back and the plan is for Lily and Marissa to come back for another year, which is excellent news. And Jada, I didn't realize this, but there are people out there who didn't know Jada was not a senior. Oh yeah, she's a junior. She still has eligibility. She will be back. Yeah, I've been trying um, to say that all year, but you know, yeah, people, people don't listen don't to listen me. To they don't listen to me. Y'all don't listen to me. It's okay. Uh, she only played two years at Cal. Yeah. She was the leading scorer both years. Uh, she was freshman of the year the season before last. Yeah. So like, she's only a junior academically. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's definitely got a fourth year coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, 8150 is the phone number if you want to get in here. Give us your thoughts on the huge win down downtown at the Yum Center tonight. 3831-939 is the UPS Jobs text line. Get your thoughts in here on the text line. Chrissy, anything else stand out to you early? Because I thought the big the big kind of uh, indicators early on were the intensity, the rebounding, obviously, they just would not be denied on the backboards, and just the the think, play from, from Nyla and Olivia down low. Yeah, I mean, I think Nyla and Olivia are no doubt 1A and 1B players of the game today, which we'll touch on again later. Um, but I think the overall energy of the team coming into this game and throughout the game uh, they never really there. There was a brief moment in the second half they kind of took their foot off the pedal, but for the most part, they kept that energy level really, really high, and I think that played a major contributing factor to their offensive and defensive performance tonight. And they looked like they were having fun, and they weren't making a ton of silly mistakes. Turnovers, yeah, we'll we'll talk about. Um, those were a lot higher than we would have liked them to be. Um, I think that and Jeff would love like them to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that definitely played a role in you know the way we're going to look at their their protection of the ball. Um, but overall, if that's all we're nitpicking tonight, that's all we're nitpicking. And well, I'm, it tells I'm okay you something. It tells you something. If you can overcome an eighteen to seven turnover disparity, right where we turn the ball over 18 times, they turn the ball over seven times. If you can overcome that and win a game by 15, where you're in control for three quarters, um, that tells you something about how well you did it in the every other facet of the game. Uh, 19 turnovers is too many. Uh, or 18, whatever it is, 18. Still too many. Too many. Um, there was exactly nine, I think, in the first half and nine in the second half. Um we need to limit that. I mean, that was the thing I worried about going into the fourth quarter. Turnovers are comeback fuel. They just are. I mean, that's that's always the way I look at them. And that's what you worry about if you if you have a couple of empty possessions, you know, and, and Florida State starts hitting, uh, you know, jumpers here and there, starts scoring. They get six or seven unanswered points six or eight unanswered points, and, and, and then you turn the ball over, and all of a sudden it's a single-digit game. Yeah. You know, And that's what we were all kind of holding our breath for in the fourth right. quarter. They started to make mistakes. I don't, I don't know. What is Kim Mulkey wearing? I'm sorry. Can we not? Can we not? We're not going to. I, I told you to that. turn it off before we started, and not only did you not turn it off in here, but it got turned on in there, and now it's just – it's okay. Thank you, you Zach. Leave it on there. It's all right. <laughs> she looks like your great aunt Linda at a holiday party. Like it, I don't even know. They're, Definitely she, talking about how vaccines. Oh, never mind. It does just stop. Anyway, um, um, I to add to. <laughs> okay. Right. To add 
to the turnovers and that whole situation, I think it says a, a lot about the defensive performance that this Louisville team brought tonight when you can look at them having eight, the offense having 18 turnovers and Florida State only scoring 13 points off those 18 turnovers. Yeah, they were getting back. Yeah. They, they were getting back. Yes, they, were, they weren't letting those mistakes compound. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where you were going with before, before Kim. Yeah, before Kim popped up. Interrupted us. Like, what is, <laughs> like she looks like the little drummer boy. I don't know what was going on there. Thank you. I saw. <laughs> Thanks. And by the way, like not to get too far down this rabbit hole, but if you're paying attention to bracketology, uh, Charlie Cream bracketology, and if you look at their the profiles, because I can't help but look weeks well, down the yeah. road to the NCAA tournament. LSU is currently projected as a three, and Louisville is currently projected as a six. So you know, well, you know. Wait, the tournament—they've never set they've it never up before. Ever. They've never done that. Zach, they've never, never. Set it up. They would never deliberately set up a second round. You know matchup. why they'll do it? Because they screwed they up with. Do. Because they screwed up with the SEC ACC matchups. <laughs> right. No, this is this is what we all wanted anyway. Yeah. And I think everybody on our side would welcome it. Like Let's whatever, go. we got to play Let's them. Go. We got to play them uh, eventually, anyway. You know, we we thought that if it would happen this year, it would be in a regional final. But I'll take it in the second round. We definitely have the courage. I know that That's we'll be sure. ready to go. We got them. We got them. I don't think Did we're, anybody... we'll be the ones that will be feeling it that night. No, and I I love how Jeff pointed out when he was talking to Nick after the game, how much fun and how they've had no off court drama this year. <laughs> right. It's um. Come on, Jeff. You may as well just say it. Some, well, you know, I know he can't. Say it without saying it. You know, he it's, does. He it's, does. Uh, they, we've had drama teams in the past, drama-filled sure. teams in the past. Uh, not to get too far into it, but a lot of times there's there's chemistry issues here or there. Mm-hmm. Um, there always is on teams. You have to manage that. And, and these days when you're flipping over half your roster every year uh, minimum, then you have – you have that a new concern. dynamic yeah. every year sure. and it's not but it, it, i feel like we've all said since the summer that the vibes on this team are immaculate like it seems like they're in a good place they all like each other they all feel that family vibe that's so important to the jeff walls program and it makes them feel comfortable and lets them integrate you know together much easier and we're seeing Hopefully we see this effort tonight carry over to Sunday because Notre Dame had a massive effort tonight against Vautech and got that win, uh, putting them in position. It's basically, if you listen to the broadcast post game, you know we're in it's a situation a, it's where a mess. it's not that big of a mess. It's basically like you win, you're the three seed, possibly the two seed if NC State loses. Yes, for Louisville specifically, it's yeah. not that big of a mess. But when but you start else, looking yeah. at the ACC as a whole, yeah, it's kind of a mess. Yeah, Vautech is the one seed, and then everything else is just kind of everybody's got. We'll see what happens. <laughs> five losses yeah. in the ACC because yeah. it's an incredibly tough league. That last week in bracketology, we were projected to have nine teams in the which uh, is outrageous in the NCAA tournament, but not that f- outrageous for us. No, like we, it's it's it, you look at it preseason, you go, just, we got minimum seven every year, and that's something we've talked about in previous years and throughout this season is how tough the ACC is and how talented these ACC teams are. And you're really going to see that come through over the next month or so. 8150-939. Give us a call. Normally you guys are so good with bringing the calls in. And right now, Chrissy's getting sick of talking to me. I could see it in her eyes. (laughs) So you better call in. 
got to sit by Matt the whole game and oh, then come in God. here. And- do not do not compare me to Matt. <laughs> or as we call it, the Ennis face. That's right. Yeah, we got we got bombed that was by a good tweet. Coddle yeah. a few times. Today. Yeah, we did. 8150-939 is the UPS Jobs text line. Texter says, as a U of L band alumni, I was loving Jeff's shout out to the band right after the game. Look, Jeff does not hesitate to compliment everybody at those games. And by the way, where Christy and I sit <laughs> is directly in front of the pet band. In and we the, mean directly. Directly. In between in the pet bands. They do a lovely job. Oh, they're amazing. I, I can tell you firsthand how good of a job the UofL pet band they does. They do a lovely job. They do incredible. And Al Greener ran that for years. Is it Rogers, I think, is the... Is, the one that was uh, that doesn't now, so, or I, I'm, I, I have a hard time. So. He's I should know that because he stands right behind me. Uh, but they do an amazing job between their obviously the the obvious parts of it, the playing, mm-hmm. the cues, but their cheers are always on point. Mm-hmm. They're very passionate. Uh, I mean, sometimes the cheerleaders seem like they're taking they their cues from the band. Are the student section honestly? Because well, there's not. For the life of me, I can't understand why this women's team doesn't have a student section at every game. Yeah. Um, I've, I don't know what that's about. but It's tough with the downtown arena. I get it. It I, is. I get it. But it's not that tough. It's not that tough. Got to figure out some way to get more, more Especially students. Especially when there's a consistent winning program. Yeah. We have one there. of the... We have, we're going to be, like Jeff said, post-game, we're going to be one of the top five or six programs. In attendance, For attendance in the again. country yep. again. Um, anyway, I digress. The pet band does a lovely job. Yes. Being the student section, and as you said, they do take uh, the cheerleaders. You take cues from them every now and then yeah. because they're they're on top of it down there. They do a great job. So when you look at at the stats, honestly, there's there's a couple of the only places where Florida State beat us statistically tonight were turnovers, mm-hmm. blocks, and steals. Like those. Those statistical categories, we dominated on the boards and shot the ball better than they did. Um, I mean, we didn't shoot crazy good. It was 41%, but when you get 57 rebounds to their 32, which is absurd, (laughs) 17 offensive rebounds to their six, you can make up for some poor shooting. I mean, you can. And when you play defense the way we played defense tonight and limited them so many times to um, to uh, eight. Zach. Zach, we got phone line issues. All right, he just walked away. Oh, Great. okay. Bye, right. Bye Zach. So we need, uh, we need, apparently the phones are busy, so we need to get that fixed. I was wondering why nobody's calling. I know. Um, Usually at least Lawrence is on. Yeah. No, we need to fix this. Yeah. Uh, okay. Where did he go? I good question. Great, that's awesome. He wandered <laughs> away right when we actually needed him. Yeah, uh, that's great. Uh, but when you when you play defense the way you play defense, when you limit them to one and done, did it not feel like literally the opposite of the Georgia Tech game? Yeah, I mean, you it, know what I mean. It felt Where, like night and day. Hey, Zach, they're saying that the phone lines are busy. They're saying that they're trying to call, but they're busy. Let's take a look at it, buddy. Thank you. Um, but yeah, that's a. Uh... Sorry, I'm just I'm a little distracted by that. Like I thought that tonight. Obviously, Olivia and Nyla were, were highlights, but there were a lot of different women that had their their moments. You know, it was it was a balanced attack. 
Um, each of the seniors, each of the fifth year seniors had their moments. Sydney, Kiki, Nina. Jada. Yeah, Jada's not a fifth year. Uh, Nina had her pull ups. I mean, this I is. I mean, she had. Nina had back to back buckets um, in the first half. Yeah. It was first. Yeah, it was late. It was in the first half. And has like. Quarter. The thing about her is that when she came in, we've talked about her all season. She she came in with a reputation as a defensive stopper. Mm-hmm. She averaged a little under ten points a game, I think, at, at Florida, but mostly a, a defensive stopper. But her pull up game, yeah, her mid range, and the fact that she's so quick and she's able to stop on a dime keeps the defense on their heels. And she can she gets that shot off so quickly, and she she converts at a high rate. Like her ability to be a little bit of an electric scorer at times has been a, a really welcome surprise this year. Yeah, I think her and I think Sydney had uh, a lot of really good highlights in tonight's game as well, especially oh, yeah. offensively. Those three pointers. I mean, she, yeah, she, she didn't have a great shooting night, but she had a couple of big threes. She's three for seven from the mm-hmm. three. Yeah. Um, she had a great night. But what was she three. like four or fourteen from the field? Four twelve. Four twelve. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you know she's still like the effective field goal. T- shows exactly. Up when you, she's when still tied for leading scorer tonight. So. Right. When you're when you're three of seven from the three point line, the effective field goal yeah. percentage goes up. Yeah. Absolutely. And you- okay. Okay. All right. So we uh, keep. Guys, keep trying to call in. The number is eighty one fifty ninety three nine. We've had uh, um, our our tech guy from Kansas City has been working on. The phones today so there might be an issue uh zach just uh just rebooted the phone so maybe we'll uh maybe we'll be able to take your calls now i know we didn't have an issue taking calls this afternoon uh mark might have hung up on a few of them but we definitely <laughs> were able to take the phone calls <laughs> 81 50 through 9 is the, uh, is the phone line 38 31 through 9 is the ups jobs text line uh anything else stand out to you i mean i felt i felt like Team-wise, we did have that moment in the fourth quarter, you know, where what we were dreading, you know, is a let-up. We've had a lot of games this year. We've been up by double digits in the fourth quarter, and we let these teams back in the game. Um, we talked about the turnovers and how they fuel their 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 comeback fuel. You know, it, it's it's what we were sort of braced for, and we had that little moment where they cut the lead a little bit and. We had to regroup with about three or four minutes left and, and get a couple of baskets and sort of stop that, that comeback in its tracks. Yeah, I, I think they did a great job of regrouping when they needed to, not just toward the end of the game, but even in the first quarter where they came out hot, got that 8 to nothing lead, and then Florida, Florida State cut that lead pretty quickly after that. Mm-hmm. And I think that this Louisville team did a really great job tonight of regrouping then as well and just finding their place again and really settling into their roles and figuring out what they needed to do to not let Florida State cut into their lead any further than they already had at that point. Um, And they kind of carried that energy with them throughout the rest of the game. 81-59-39, if you want to keep trying those those phone lines, we're still working on it, and and hopefully you can get through. yeah, look, I, I think we've talked about the struggle, you know, uh, this year. And really just the struggle in modern college basketball of, of all these alphas coming in 
from their various teams. Jada Curry was the leading scorer at Cal for two years running. Sidney Taylor. Busy signal still? Okay. All right, we're having some technical issues with phone, but you can get in through the uh, through the text line and give us your thoughts. Um, yeah, so Sidney Taylor was the leading scorer at UMass. She averaged like 17 points a game. Um, Kiki Jefferson is a 2,000-point scorer in her career coming from James Madison. You know, like these... She was the Colonial Player of the Year last year. You have Conference Players of the Year. You have leads, leading scorers. You have all Conference players coming in from all over. And they have to adjust to a role where they're playing with peers. They're no longer, you know, head and shoulders above everybody else on the team. They're incredibly talented, but they have to find – water has to find its level. You know, they have to figure out their roles. And, and tonight I thought was a really good example of what that looks like. Yeah, and that's something we've touched on several times throughout the year is that we've got anywhere from six to eight women on this team who could come out and have a 20-point night. And for a long time, they weren't they weren't necessarily, you know, they're not all doing that every single night. But you give me a night when Olivia and Sydney have 16 points apiece, we're probably winning that game, and I don't even need to see anybody else's stats. <laughs> and Nyla, I mean, continue, sir. Let's go down some <laughs> of the stats real quick, just because we keep referring to it. Like, Nyla had another incredibly strong game. Yeah. She's so confident. Uh, and Olivia had a great game tonight. I mean, we had two play. Nyla and Olivia both had were double-double tonight. Defensively and offensively, and she even missed a couple of bunnies, like where mm-hmm. she's had that bug lately where she's been missing some layups, you know. But team was 14 for 27 layups, but that's so, been an ongoing issue. It has been an issue. Um, but overall, she did a great job of feeling, you know, getting, getting good wide-open looks. Yeah. Her mid-range game is another one that's developed uh, incredibly well. Um, but when you've got this is the first time since 2019 that we had two double doubles in the same game, which kind of was surprising to me. The yeah. 2019 game against uh, it was Kentucky, Kentucky when at rep. a girl Kylie, at least eight feet tall, at least had points and rebounds, and uh, was it was Dana. Uh-huh. Dana had I think points and assists. So yep. that was a hell of a game back when Kentucky competed with us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they don't do that anymore. Uh. Texas says, I feel like we need Lily to wake up for us to do what we want. Look, the case of Lily Love has been interesting this year, right? Yeah. Because I, I, the reasons for her decreased playing time haven't been apparent to me. You know, like they really haven't. Uh, she had some nervous hands on offense when she was in today, but early this season when we had our best games it felt like it was when Lily was one of the catalysts you know or she's the most likely candidate to turn defense into offense and like I don't I'm not like a big fan of harassing the coaching staff with these questions midseason but there's ones that I might ask postseason you know about PT and and I'm sure it's not like she's she's planning on coming back next year. So I'm I'm sure it's nothing. There's no oh, personality yeah. issues. You're like there's no person. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing behind the scenes. So that's why like toxic or anything like that? Stephanie, are you listening? Yeah. <laughs> Please. If you're, Text we're not in. asking you, but if you're listening, <laughs> Coach Norman, I won't tell anybody if you just you know. Uh, um, but it's interesting because on the surface, when we were struggling defensively, and that's not tonight. Tonight we play great right, team defense yeah. and. But there are times this year where we have struggled defensively, and Lily was such a 
a spark off the bench early in the season. And I kind of coined it the chaos lineup a few games in a row. And one of them was Kentucky in December where we'd bring in, you know, Nina, Marissa Russell, Lily Love, Nyla, and Olivia and just let them just let them go. (laughs) And it was a lot of running and a lot of defense and a lot of turning defense into offense. And it felt like vintage Jeff Wall's basketball dogs off the leash there. That's right. Um, so I do find it a little weird. There's reasons, you know, like a lot of people, I, I had questions about Morgan Jones last year, but oh, yeah. if you started parsing, it wasn't hard to see that she was lost on defense a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and, and she's a hell of an offensive player, but she got lost on defense. That didn't, that's not the case with Lily. At least I don't think so. Uh, she's one of the most talented defensive players that we have. Um, but I'm sure there's reasons I'd love to know them and maybe we'll, we'll get, somebody will shed some light on that for us in the next week or two. But at this point, the only thing I've heard from Jeff Walls on that is matchups, you know, but it seems like her time or her, her PT has been consistently below 10 minutes a game it's for a while tonight. Now. Right. Yeah. Like it, it varies, but consistently below 10 minutes a game to the point where it's like, man, I, I wonder, I wonder, but on a night like tonight when everybody was playing well, everybody played their role. Well, um, you know, there was a little, like, obviously we want to clean up the turnovers. Some of them are super silly, you know, and, and that needs to happen. You know, we're not going to go far in the tournament turning the ball over 18 times. No. We're just not. You know, we know that. We know because we've been to five straight elite eights. Like, the, and Jeff knows that. You know, his track record is immaculate. Uh, they know what they need to do in March to make these deep runs. Now, let's talk about... um did you go down all the stats? Did you no. go all of them? I didn't think so. I, we stopped right. I after. didn't. St- I didn't even start. Didn't even start. Man. Go ahead. Go ahead. And, go ahead and go, and then I'll I'll, I'll bring up the. Stats. All right. Sydney Taylor had 16 points tonight. She also had four rebounds, one assist, and one steal. Um, Nyla 11 points and 15 rebounds. Kiki had 12 points and seven rebounds, three assists for her tonight. Nina Ricards eight points, seven rebounds, a couple of assists. Olivia had 16. Let me stop you real quick. Okay. Sorry. The uh, the seven rebounds from Nina Ricards, like that's what you want to see from your guards. Yeah. And she's been super active on the backboards this season. And she's not huge. She's 5'9", you know, but but that's how you become a successful rebounding team is if your backcourt oh, yeah. is rebounding like your front court does. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see. Olivia had 16 points, 11 rebounds. Henny, we did see Henny tonight um, for a couple of seconds. What's up, Henny? Let's see. Aleph had four rebounds tonight. She only played seven minutes, so for her to have four rebounds tonight. Who was that? Sorry. Aleph. Yeah. Um, Aleph, she, she, look, she, again, everybody rebounded tonight. She had herself in a good position. mm -hmm. Aleph, I just think that she gets this year, she's kind of, Growing accustomed She's to the, the the American game, yeah. um, she gets an off season where she gets in in, in better shape. She hits the weight room, yeah. and I think she could really be a force next year. You can see the talent. You know she's got good form on her jumper, and we've seen what it looks like when you have a post player that can float out there. That's a matchup nightmare. I mean, when Kylie Shook was here and putting up double doubles and hitting forty percent of her threes, that's a problem from somebody who's at least eight feet tall. You know, when you got somebody like Aleph who's 6'3", uh, can float on the perimeter and pull 
pull bigs out of the paint. Like there's so many good things that can happen when you've got a big that can hit threes. And I'm just hoping that the rest of her game, she catches up to the speed of the American game in the offseason. Right. Because I think sometimes she's just a step slow uh, on the defensive end. Uh, but her presence is there. She understands the game. You can see it. Um, and on offense tonight, she just had kind of nervous hands. I thought yeah. in the first half where she she dropped a few and was 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 struggling to get her her legs under her on that end of the court. But it didn't stop her from being you know being solid on the backboards and defensively. Uh, Marissa Russell had a couple of points, but she brought five rebounds out tonight uh, and one assist. Alexia did come in for a little bit at the end of the game, which it it was good to see her get a little bit of playing time, even if it were. She's a she's a hype hype man all star on the bench. Yeah, we both oh really like Alexia's game coming in as a as a freshman, yeah. and she had her injury issues and she had her her red shirt year, and and I'm hoping at some point in her career she cracks this rotation because she is a like she is an incredibly physical like yeah. built like physique. Like yeah, she's got big shoulders, she's strong, strong. But athletic, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I just feel like she could be a wrecking ball if we figure that out. <laughs> and she was so Nothing else. She's she can dance. 50, she's a top bright. Top 50 recruit coming out of high yeah. school. I mean, she's no joke. Uh, and then we had Jada had five points and one rebound and a couple of assists tonight. Yeah. And I would... Uh, I, play of the game for me was when the shot clock was running out and Kiki uh, just kind of threw that ball yeah. <laughs> at the rim. <laughs> and it went in. Yeah. <laughs> Did I skip over her? I think I did. Kiki uh, had 12 points and seven rebounds, three assists. She had a great night, too. Absolutely. Um, on the Florida State side, it was uh, mostly, and we haven't really talked about them much because I felt like we did what I've been asking them to do all year, or and I know everybody has, is impose your will and your tone on the other team, which I thought Louisville did a great job of doing tonight. Uh, how often did it feel like Florida State kind of hurried their offense and settled for the first halfway open shot they could get because they knew the defense was on another level tonight? You know, so they were settling for half open shots. They were right. settling for the first little little bit of separation they got because that's the type of defense Louisville was playing tonight where they couldn't just run an offense and expect to get an open look. Oh, I looked over at um, Matt at one point in the first half and asked him if any other team has shot that many air balls in the yum center. Yeah, it was, it was bad. And that doesn't happen just because like, Oh, you're having a bad night. No, it usually happens because you're hurrying your shot and you know, like otherwise good players can be hurried up like that. And Florida state's not an elite three point shooting team, but they're right around where we are. I think they're in the eighties nationally. So they're in the, they're in the top 25%. Top almost top twenty percent, top twenty five percent of the country in three point shooting. We're about ninety third. Like we're in the top third as well. They, they went, went two for twenty. Two for twenty. Two for twenty. <laughs> yeah. I, like if I'm doing my maths right, that's ten percent. Ten percent. Chrissy, ten percent. Ten. 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 Yeah. Ten percent. Yep. Ten. And. For those of you who don't remember, like Tania Latson is a hell of a player. Mm-hmm. She's a hell of a player. And she had her tonight. She got 18, 18 points, four rebounds, five assists. I mean, Michaela Timpson's a really good player. She had a double double as well. But the rest of the team did diddly. They accounted for 35 of their 55 points. The rest of the team scored 20. <laughs> and uh, 
who was the woman with the broke jumper? I, I, I just, she kept settling in the corner in front of us, and I've never seen such terrible form. Like, she shot it from her the top Jenny? of her head. No, oh, no, 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 no. Who no, was no, it? No, no, she's a good player. Yeah. Well, she's she only player. had seven points tonight. But she's a good player. She's a good player. Great player. We talked a lot about her earlier this year. This woman brought the ball back to the top of her head and hit that bun on the back of her head before she shot every time, <laughs> like my third grade niece. And I was just like, I don't, I understand that everybody's got their own, their own style. It's awful and aesthetically displeasing to me to watch this woman shoot the basketball. I just want to let everybody know that. Yeah. And if anybody needs any other indication of how physical this game was at one point, I am 97% sure that Sarah Bajetti's compression sleeve. <laughs> I don't know if it was like you turned was, to me and said. Did not have holes in it when that game started. <laughs> he turned to me and said, it said, were there holes on that compression? I don't think there were that? because I looked at her. She had a compression sleeve on her leg. And she was standing right in front of us in the second half, and there were three holes on the side of it, and I'm certain they weren't there when that game started. It was Viegas. I, I it was Viegas number, uh, 13. number thirteen. Number thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. And she had zero points in seven minutes, and she showed off that god awful jumper twice. I'm sorry if you're listening right now, Viegas. I'm sure it's worked for your career. I'm sure she left the M Center. Yeah, was like, a, you know what? We got to turn, turn on, their on the post game Like, I'm sure that you grew. Like, you're a, you're a great player. You're a scholarship player at, at Florida State. That's got a proud tradition. You play Actually, in the I want to know if Florida State left and turned on our post game show because I'll brag about it. <laughs> Dude, uh, shout out to Brooke Wyckoff if they did. <laughs> Chrissy, I'm sorry. You've been waiting to drop no, her name I, I mean, in the conversation. She's a good coach, right? I just said great that coach. She's a good coach. We have a lot of good coaches in the ACC. I think Kenny Brooks. Do, and yeah. Unfortunately, Wes is very good. Uh, you know, I love Neil Ivy. Like, unfortunately, they have Notre Dame has a coach that is I'm tolerable. not allowed to, to hate anymore. We really like her. It's weird. I, I still I'll never hate, get used to that. I still hate Notre Dame. Don't and worry. And by the way, Guys, if Courtney's listening, no, we will not be stopping no. by the Muffin McGraw. I think, she, I think Courtney Walton said that with her tongue firmly in cheek. Had to have, right? She had to have because I don't think anybody is stopping. I refuse to believe otherwise. Nobody is stopping and paying do you, think, to, do you think Notre Dame fans stop and like sacrifice a scarf? Yes, I think they do actually. Day. I think there's probably some woman who shows up with a different, some fan shows up with like a different colored scarf like for silk, every holiday. Stuff, yeah. And <laughs> I'm going, I'll probably be at Notre Dame again this, this fall for the, for the football game. And I, are you going to sacrifice the scarf? No. He gave it some thought there. No, I didn't. I just In South Bend, they sacrifice a scarf and in um, Baton Rouge, they sacrifice the sequences. Sequence. Sequence. Yeah, sequence. Sequence. Sequences. Sequences. <laughs> that's, not, that's not how that works. <laughs> the text of the UPS jobs text line 3831 Alexia's crazy athletic. Sorry. <laughs> crazy athletic. Can't wait for her time. Mark that for the mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> Things are going downhill she's quickly. A, she's an in incredible, here. incredible athlete. Yeah. Texas says just waiting on an Alexia dunk. Hey, me too. Good. She's got the physique for it, man. I'm telling you. She she's she's was a ridiculous athlete coming out of high school. Yeah. Extremely powerful. And 
There's a reason why we were excited about her when she was recruited. There's a reason why we were excited about her after her redshirt season. Um, so I hope it happens for her at some point, but there is going to be a lot of competition next year with the recruiting class that we have coming in. We can touch on that real quick just because there were there was news this week between the Big last news. post-game show and this post-game show. We got Zebo's daughter. Yeah, we did. We got Zebo's daughter, McKinley Randolph. Uh, if you know anything about Zach Randolph, you want that DNA on your team. <laughs> yeah. They have Gilbert Arenas' daughter, yes, too. Yes, we yes. do. Yes. Agent Zero and Zebo. Herbachi is what I call it. Ooh. Ooh. So Arenas' daughter. How what, long was it going to be to have them in the Agent center? Shiro and I. Agent Shiro. No, I that like seems too Herbachi's easy. Herbachi's way better, That's, I think. I agree. Herbachi's I think Herbachi comes off the tongue better. It sounds like better. It. It's just that's what, that's what we're rolling with. Uh, but, yeah, she's a t- she's a five-star top 25 consensus player. Um, a lot of people thought she was going to Notre Dame. They thought wrong. They didn't uh, sacrifice if, enough scores. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Better go back to, to praying to your statue. No, but she um, – uh, the, the, the Muffin McGraw statue. But, no, you um, – we beat out – I think South Carolina had an offer on the table for yeah. her. Notre Dame had an offer. Like, she was – she was highly sought after and probably the best uncommitted recruit in the country. Um, this coaching staff put in the work and got the commit. Like we've got five highly rated players coming in next year from the freshman class. Um, I can't tell you how excited I am about this recruiting class, and I know we're going to get a couple of big ones in the transfer portal. Uh, I mean, this recruiting Olivia's class is coming back. With Marissa's Olivia coming back. Lily's yeah, coming back. Exactly. Jada has got another year. Um, Alif with another year under her belt, maybe Alexia. Like this is just, there's a lot to love about next year's team, but obviously we have work Sosa. to do left this year. What's that? Sosa. Oh, see, I, I can't wait. I hope because you see know her she at least eight three. It's at least eight foot three with that hair, for at sure. At least. So let's talk about what the work we have left to do, real quick. Um, actually, you know what? Before we get into that, players of the game. This is a tough one. It's a two horse race. It is a tough one, and I think you've got to break it down to either Nyla or Olivia. <sighs> I think player of the game overall has to go to Olivia only because I want to give defensive to Nyla. Okay. You can really go either but the, way. But I was going to say it can go really either well way. It's 1A and 1B. I mean, it, there's... Let's just award that to both of them. Okay. Player of the game and Do defensive that. player of the game to both players yep. i mean it's funny like honorable nyla, mention to sydney taylor what nyla does yeah what nyla does right now and what's so valuable like she's she's incredibly talented on both ends of the court but what's so valuable with her is that she's incredibly efficient on the offensive end she's had nights where she goes eight for ten tonight she was five for eight you know she she makes her layups as a team we've had some issues with lately She's incredibly consistent. She has great body control around the rim. And Olivia does too. And then sometimes just misses the finish. Yeah. And y'all know how much I love Olivia. But like Nyla's body control is exceptional. And she always has a nose for where the rim is. Um, and once we develop a little bit more of her, like she's got a mid-range game. But once she gets a little bit more of that under her belt, she is a conference player of the year type talent. I think next year she takes another jump. And she's going to be one of the one of the greats. She's going to be terrifying next year. Yeah, she's going to be incredible. Um, yeah, I'm with all that. 
I agree with you 100%. Just looking forward, real quick before we end the show, looking forward to Sunday. So going into this game tonight, we talked about what we needed to do for both the ACC tournament seating and for the NCAA tournament seating. We knew we needed to win this game and Sunday to get the double bye in the ACC tournament. So we're half the way there. Notre Dame's coming off a huge win over Virginia Tech on their home court. Uh, we've got them on Sunday. Got to finish that up. We win that game. We're the three seed. If NC State loses to Wake, we're the two seed if both those things happen. If we lose that game, we're the fifth seed, which means we miss out on the double bye. Not the end of the world, but you miss out on the double bye there. Um, NCAA tournament-wise, we needed to beat Florida State, beat Notre Dame, and I think make a run to at least the ACC championship game to have a chance at hosting. Which is going to be a stretch. Yeah. It's going to be a tough one uh, because as we've discussed over and over and over again, ACC is a tough conference. There will be no cakewalks in the tournament next week for anybody. But the positive of this is that with the double bye, we'd be the three seed. I mean, the top nine teams in the conference are going to the NCAA tournament right mm -hmm. now. You get multiple opportunities. That's why I say, like, if you make the ACC tournament championship game, you'll have two more quality victories under your belt, including one over a probable top 20 team at that point. Because if we're the three seed, we'd have to knock off the six seed and then the two seed, or if there's an upset, somebody else. But likely getting another shot at an NC State or a Virginia Tech um, or both. You know, we'll, we'll have at least two elite opponents that we're probably going to play barring upsets to that point. So if we make it to the championship game, I think our profile goes to at least the five line, maybe the four line. If we beat Notre Dame, we're probably on the five line. Yeah. But we have an opportunity to get to that four line. We kind of have to hit an inside straight here. I want another shot at NC State. I do too. I want Vatek too, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I, I all the teams we've lost to, I want North Carolina. Something about NC State. I just, uh, we need another shot at them. We do. We do, and we'll probably get it. Yep. We'll probably get it. Um, but first, Notre Dame. Sunday, 2 o'clock at Notre Dame. We will be at Noble Funk. Yes. Brewing for a watch party and a post game. Stick around. There is trivia not hosted by Dave Skull. No, I thought, like, the, <laughs> so the way you all were presenting it was very confusing I, for me. Well, it's, and I, I thought that you had been sitting with us when we had the conversation with him about yeah, but that was their whole ago. trivia. <laughs> and then they were advertising it, yeah. so I threw it in there because they did move their trivia back for us that day. Yes. So they will be having trivia at 4 o'clock. Uh, <laughs> they moved it back because we're very important. Yes, we are very important people. No, It was a great crowd last time. Excellent crowd. Thank you to everybody who came out. Come back Sunday. Our friend Derby Lawyer, everybody else who came out. I know that some of those folks are going up to Notre Dame, but everybody who was there, tell your friends, bring your friends. If you didn't make it last time, please come this time. It's a great space. It's they family friendly. Family friendly. They got great beer selection. They have awesome pizza. Like, There's no reason for you not to come out, hang out, and enjoy company with... Uh, enjoy the company of a bunch of other L fans like it was yeah. great vibes last time and let me tell you it's gonna be 74 and sunny on sunday yeah. uh sorry to all the people who play golf <laughs> um 
That's me. But <laughs> I know. That's me. That's me, guys. I know. Uh, I'm sacrificing but, golf Hi, it's you. You're but the problem. That's right. There I'm is the a small. Listen, 74 Sunny, there is a small putting green right outside the doors of Noble Funk. There they is. have a beautiful outdoor space. Let your kids run. Yeah. It's great. Bring the family out, have some pizza, watch the game with us. We'll be there. Don't drink too much during Ale Fest. Come back the next day. Be ready to go. Yeah, if you no see promises. if you see us at Ale Fest and then not looking great Sunday, mind your own business. I might like I might be wearing sunglasses indoors. It's none of your business. Yeah, yeah, don't mind your business. Don't ask us about it. But yeah, join us there. It's going to be a hell of a time. It was last time. Yeah, uh, Chrissy, any final thoughts? Before we move on, since I would love to hang around and just stare at the phone lines not working, <laughs> but since you guys For can't call in, really excited. But this time it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, I don't think it was human oh, no. error. It was just system error. It's um, fine. It's fine. We saw a great show. No, let's go to South Bend, get that win on Sunday. All right. Great win. Good guys win 70 to 55 over the Florida State Seminoles. Big one on Sunday. We will see you then. I'm Dave Skull. That's Chrissy Banta. Thank you to Zach for taking care of us. Zach Cantrell behind the ones and twos there. Until next time, go Cards. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling.